When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1468, How to Be Rich, The Push, and Give and You Receive, both by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com, and I'm Justin Mollock, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays, to help you live a more meaningful and positive life. Two posts today, both from James Altucher, so let's get right to them as we optimize your life. How to Be Rich, The Push by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. Rob told me, JB was dead. JB was my best friend growing up. We sat next to each other on the bus. After school, we'd play ping pong or pinball or Monopoly or ride bikes. Every single day we did this for eight years. Then we drifted apart. Rob said the last time I spoke to him, he sounded like a ghost. It was like there was nothing there, Rob said. I hadn't seen JB in 20 years. He dropped out of college, Rob said, and never really had a job. His parents gave him money to live. He didn't want to do anything. He changed his phone number every few weeks, Rob said, so he was hard to keep in touch with. I didn't understand. Why did he change his number every few weeks? He'd meet a girl, and then a few weeks later, he'd get tired of her, but not want to deal with it. He changed his number so the girl couldn't reach him, Rob said, and he moved a lot. He had no Facebook page, no internet presence. It was hard to track him down, Rob said. And it's true, I had never found him on the internet. JB hurt his leg a few years ago, Rob said, and had no insurance because he never had a job, so got addicted to painkillers. He was into the drug scene, Rob said. So no job, drifting phone numbers, a hazy identity, drug, nerve damage, painkillers. One day, he never woke up, Rob said. He was 39. I don't feel sad about this. People die. I haven't seen him since we were 18 and on graduation day but I wonder about one thing Rob said. He was like a ghost the last time I spoke with him. We know when the body and mind are giving up. We know when spirit is exhausted, when the emotions don't care. He never had anything he wanted to do, Rob said. Is that all it is? Do we just need something to do? Something that we want to scratch just a tiny bit so we continue one more day? We don't have to save the world or invent warm ice or time travel or even have a passion or a purpose. When I was dead broke and crying, I wanted to die just so my kids could have my life insurance policy. What got me to get up and go again? And then later when it happened again and then again? Why didn't JB do that? I call it the push. You're riding the bicycle up the hill all the time in life. Everything in life wants you to decay, to be subjugated, to be violated, to be tired, to become a ghost to roll back down the hill just when you thought you were close to the top. It's f***ing tiring to live. What can give us the push? I don't know. For me today, it's just this post. Some days it's to see my 11-year-old smile. Sometimes I just wanna take a walk or help Claudia or do something fun and creative. What's your push today? A little bit every day compounds. A little push today turns into a big life tomorrow. My one requirement? I have to give something. I have to enjoy it, else it's too draining. It's a stain, 
I slip back on the hill. A deep breath. You can do it, I tell myself. One more turn of the pedals. The push. Get over the hill. I want to live. Give and you receive by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. After a failure, I feel lonely and afraid. It's hardest at these moments to pick yourself up and give a little in order to get. The only way to climb out of the hole when you have a metaphoric needle sticking out of your veins and you're lying in the gutter that the world has kicked you to is to give back without asking. Give as if you were the richest man in the world. This is not the same as giving to charity. There are so many other ways to give that are underappreciated, but it's exactly these types of giving where the world will give you back 10 times more than you gave. Here's 13 ways that giving can help you receive more. One, give credit where it's due. Every day, give credit to your boss, your friends, your employees, your colleagues, even if it was your own ideas. Just give them credit. Everyone knows the reality, and the reality is you. Two, give equity. When I started Stockpicker, someone wrote a blog post criticizing me for giving thestreet.com 50% of my business. One of my employees even quit. He was so upset at that decision, although he's since gone on to better things. But that decision hooked thestreet.com into my business. Once the company was up for sale, which was the second after we launched the company, they were basically locked into my tractor beam to the point where they had to buy the company. If I'd given them any less of the business, I'd probably be sitting on a worthless website right now post-financial crisis. Three, give a customer more than they asked for. When I first did websites for New Line Cinema in my old business reset, I offered to essentially do websites for all of their movies for almost free. That kept business coming from the whole Time Warner family and also gave my employees fun stuff to do in between doing websites for Con Edison and other boring companies. It also got clients for me because everyone thought our New Line sites were edgy. Four, give up. Some businesses just don't work. Don't make the issue worse by raising money and being fooled by the profits who tell you persistence is key. 140love.com was my latest bad idea. Go check it out. I put $30,000 into that baby and on the eve of raising $500,000, I told everyone to save their wires and not send the money. It was a bad idea. The ghost site still exists. Knock yourselves out. Five, give ideas. I've told this story before, but when I was really down and wanted to get things going for myself, I came up with as many ideas as I could for other people and simply gave them away for free. The results were stupendous. Sit down every day, picture a person you can give ideas to and come up with 10 good ideas for them. At the very least, this will exercise the idea muscle, which atrophies like any other muscle if it's not in constant use. Six, give time. Cornell, my alma mater, recently asked me to donate some money like they ask all alumni. I said there's no way I can do that since I've repeatedly written articles suggesting that parents do not send their kids to college, but I'd be more than happy to give my time. So I went up, spoke to a bunch of groups of very smart, talented college students, even found out about a business done by students who had just graduated that seemed interesting. I immediately came home and invested in the business. More on that in another post. Seven, give silence. My eight-year-old was crying the other day. She was upset about nothing like eight-year-old girls sometimes get. But I sat down next to her and said nothing and just listened while her mind thrashed about a bit. I'm glad I did, just to hear her laugh a little by the end of it. Eight, give to yourself. When I have a score, I give to myself. I'll stay in a nice hotel or go on a nice trip or buy some books. 
or take some time to go to an art gallery or museum. I take for myself when I've been given, which goes along with nine, give thanks. Every day at the end of the day, I think of the things I'm thankful and grateful for. You don't need to be good at meditation to be as enlightened as the Buddha. Just spend a few minutes a day counting the things you are thankful for. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the people who have remained friends over the years. I'm also thankful Ben Bernanke decided to print up another $600 billion over the next few months. I hope I can take some of that and put it in my pocket. 10, give for free. Don't fool yourself into thinking that giving to charity is a good thing. It's a completely selfish act when you give $100 for someone to finish a 100-mile race for charity and you put your name all over the donation. If you really want to give, do it anonymous and stop waving it in front of our faces. 11, give your honesty. When someone asks for your opinion on something, there's so many incentives to lie. When someone asks you to dinner or out to an event, the first impulse is to be dishonest and say, sorry, my leg is breaking that day, I can't. But be honest and constructive in your honesty. Give value when you give your opinion. Help someone be better by making sure you are not only honest with them, but really honest with yourself as to why your opinions are what they are. Where do they come from deep down? Make their lives better and they will one day return the favor. Try being 100% honest for just one day. It's not as easy as it seems. Never criticize, but improve the things around you when you give your honesty. 12, save a life every day. I've written about this before, but my goal in life is to be a vigilante, anonymous superhero. If you can save a life a day with strangers or with friends, then you're a hero. And heroes have all sorts of benefits in life that civilians never get or don't even know exist. If you don't believe me, save a life today and see what happens. And 13, meditate on giving. Earlier I said give thanks for everything there is to be thankful for. That's one meditation. The other meditation is to think of all the giving you can do tomorrow. Go up and down this list and see what items on it you can do tomorrow. Give first, then receive. It works. You just listened to the post titled How to Be Rich, The Push, and Give and You Receive, both by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And I'll leave it there for today. Hope you're having a great week and I'll be back tomorrow for the Thursday show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.